This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for October 23rd through 27th. Whew. It was a it was a week. We had a couple emails. Do you want to share your portals pipeline first? Uh, I'm so sad about mine. I do not like this. It was on Variety.com. Soap Opera Digest is ending its weekly print edition. I'm so sad. They were just informed uh, on Friday. That's the part that stinks. Um, Oh, last business day of the month. Yep. The company that owns the brand confirmed that the weekly edition is being discontinued. The company plans to continue publishing special print issues of Soap Opera Digest four times per year. Soap Opera Digest, like many other brands, is adjusting its print frequency and shifting more resources to digital to better accommodate its audience. I'm like, I get that, but it has been out since 1975. It's it's older than we are. Wow. Yeah. It's almost 50. It's older than we are. In its heyday, the magazine had a circulation of 1.5 million in 1991, according to the Times. But the reach of its print edition, as with many magazines, has sharply fallen off in the decades since. I, I don't know. I just, I like magazines. So the only magazine that I like faithfully subscribed to was Parents Magazine. I got it back whenever Matt was little because it was going to make me a perfect mom at 18. And... I subscribed through it through all. It doesn't of my matter kids. the age that you are a parent. It was going to help me. Parenting eight- magazines do not make you a perfect parent. There is no such thing as a perfect parent. At eighteen, if you feel like you're failing, you're normal. At eighteen, sorry, 
<laughs> in my mind at 18. No, I, I, I understand. <laughs> was, I'm just it saying. It was going to keep me up with what I should be doing. It was going to make me a great parent. Okay. I, I just <laughs> Think like, about the stuff that has changed. <laughs> right. And what is, quote, normal <laughs> since our first kid. Well, you have a greater span. But yes. like, there's things now that I'm like, we did not mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. anywhere near. Nope. 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 So much crazy stuff. But at that time, in an 18-year-old's brain, that was like going to help make or break my situation. I was reading this magazine. I was good. But I had continued ordering it. It's a good magazine. I mean, don't it it really, really is a good magazine. It is. I loved it. Continued ordering it through each of the kids. And then I had like fallen off for a while because Madeline was like old. And I got an offer for it for like dirt cheap. So I renewed it. And I got like three issues last year. And then they were like, no, we discontinued it. And they sent me some like cooking magazine instead. And I'm like, no, no, they're not equivalent. I don't want this. See, I like the DIY magazines in person because you flip and you actually see it. I mean, I love Pinterest. I love like I I do all that stuff. No, we've but there's about something it. about flipping. Yeah. So when my buyers close on their house, I give that binder. Yes, yes, yes. I have and a binder. I have. Yes, Amanda has a binder. <laughs> if you're looking in the Pittsburgh area, you'll get a binder from me because I have a binder problem. But no, in I started this with my very very first client because I myself have a home management binder. Yeah. You know, first time home buyers and things like that. You don't know. Oh, I'm supposed to change my air filter quarterly. Right. Things like that. And so I made this binder that has like monthly checklists, quarterly checklists, semi-annual and annual. And then also I have in it the project ideas Mm -hmm. where it's basically, oh, you're at Lowe's and you see that little brochure that you're like, I really like how that living room looks and that color. Grab it. Put it in the little sleeve thingy maroodle that I put in there. But then also like right on the project list. Oh, yeah. One day I want to have this living room, you know, and just like save all your stuff in there. Right. I like being able to flip through that. Well, stuff. we've talked about it before. I do not like ebooks. I want a physical hundred percent. I I've ruined lots of books because I read in bath time, and I just have to have a physical book. That, I need sorry, to throw it if I'm wet. mad at it. Yes. Yes. Gone Girl, it was a friend of mine's, and I threw it across the room. I immediately text her. I was like, so I just finished. I threw it across the room. I'm so sorry. And she's like, it's okay. I did the same thing. <laughs> but you need it. You yeah. need. So that's how I feel about magazines. I want I want the pictures in my hand of my hot soap couples to be like, oh, my gosh. And although I did not subscribe to it, I like seeing it at the checkout. And I'm yeah. going to be sad that it is now all digital. I used to subscribe to entertain. I'm sure these were all going to shock you. Entertainment Weekly. Oh my! Like back, (laughs) back in like my teen years. Yeah. Um, Teen Beat. (laughs) Seventeen. Oh yeah, seventeen was it. And I think I subscribed to Cosmo in my early twenties. Okay. I used to be obsessed with the TV Guide. Okay. I know we're all learning (laughs) so much about me right now that is probably explaining so much. But I liked YM better than 17. Young Miss. I don't even know that one. <gasps> yeah, I liked that one better. See, I like Teen Beat more than Bop. Okay. okay. Or Teen. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get any of those. Teen Beat. It won't shock you. I didn't get any of the <laughs> entertainment things. But yes. I actually kind of miss Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I am bummed because yeah. I don't think I ever subscribed to Soap Rapper Digest either. But there just was to one... know that it's never going to be in the checkout line again, which I have said, we avoid spoilers. And so I hate even seeing that. Yeah. But at the same, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of one of those things. Right. It's comfort seeing it. There was one summer that um, my mom and I lived in one place and my dad lived in Ohio because he was fixing up the house that we were selling. Like they weren't separated, but they were living separately at that time. 
And I went and stayed with him for a week so that I could help fix stuff up. But we went to the library and I checked out like 25 copies of Soap Opera Digest so that I could like go through all of them. And I was so happy. Like that was my downtime was looking at that magazine. And now it won't be there for me to check out. Can you even check them out anymore? I don't know, but... I I don't know. I know that our library I go to at the end of the year because I like to make my vision boards for the year. And so I'm mm. like, hey, what magazines are you getting rid of? Oh, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're so smart. Love I it. hate waste. Yes. So it's like, no, if I can just go to the library and they're already getting rid of them, I'm going to use them to do my stuff. There you go. So we had a bunch of 411 emails this week. Oh. Again from Christina. Hi, ladies. Yes, I was talking about the Ted Williams Tunnel. Good memory. So my mom's family is from Boston. Like my, the last house that my parent, grandparents lived in was in Revere. Like I've gone up there almost every single year of my life at least once. Okay. So not saying it wasn't a good memory, but also it's, you've done it every year. Yeah. Thanks for reading my email on the pod. This was, it was my 40th birthday this week. Welcome to your 40s, Christina. We've been in it for a little while. This week, it was so fun to hear that story on a special day. It put a smile on my face and my dad's face. Aww. I love that you shared that with your dad. Does your dad watch General Hospital? Oh, we should talk to both of them. If so, I want to know. I need to know because my papa. When he had back surgery is when he got into general hospital because uh-huh. as he was recovering, he got into it. And yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So I love that. So tunnels in Massachusetts. Whoop, whoop. And then Chandra, I'm going to read her email backwards. Okay. On a side note, this will make sense when I read the other two paragraphs. <laughs> I never heard the thing about holding your breath when you go through a tunnel. However, there is a large rock quarry near where I live. And every time we drove by it as children, my father told us to wave at Fred Flintstone and his boss, Mr. Slate. I'm older than the two of you and still wave at them. That is so cute. So when we used to leave my cottage when I was little, as we were going down the driveway, I have zero idea why we did this, but we would always go, bye, Fraggles. Oh. I have no idea why. We just always said bye to the Fraggles. Yeah. I have no idea what the origin of that is. But that just reminded me. Oh, Fraggle Rock. That, that was such a good show. I know. But like that just reminded me. I'm like, oh, Okay. So if you have a little weird tradition, we're getting into an entirely different podcast. <laughs> That's okay. But I love, love, love this. Like, do, yeah. do you have anything that you used to do that? No. I know. Not to put you on the no, spot. No, I'm sorry. But... I told you. Just when we came through the Pittsburgh tunnels, my Cabbage Patch kids had to look out at the tunnel. Okay. Well. But that, I mean, that was just thing. a me thing. Right. That was a well, me no, thing. But this was probably... It was probably just them that said hi to Mr. That is so cute. I think that's adorable. So cute. I need to know these stories. I do. I love this. We can do like a special podcast on all the weird things that we did as children or still do today. But that's so cute. I I love it. I absolutely loved it. Um, So the beginning part of her email was just wanted to let you just wanted to know if you two jumped during the scene when Cyrus shouted at Mason. Jeff Cober scared me, and when I watched the scene a day later, I jumped again. <laughs> when the strike is over, can you please try to interview Jeff Cober? I'm sure he's a Zen teddy bear in real life. Grin. Listen, I cannot wait for this strike to be over because he is like on the top of my to talk to list. Because okay, if you need to not be scared of Jeff Cober, go watch New Girl. He's the landlord Remy. mm, I don't know that I can talk to him because I was actually kind of 
not disappointed, but kind of disappointed whenever we talked to Darren because I hated Montague <laughs> so much. And, then and now the, we love Darren. Yes, and by the end of that interview, I was like, oh my gosh, I have like a crush. He is so sweet and so funny. So if we talk to Jeff and it's the same thing, it's going to mess with me watching the show. I think it will because I know you're not like super active on social media, but he is very, she's exactly right. He's a very zen yeah. He puts out meditative emails every day. Yeah, I can't. I can't talk to him because then he's going to be like His that. His book is Embracing Bliss. And then I'm going to be, <laughs> when I watch GH, I'm going to be like, what? What is he doing? No, it'll be even worse than Montague. No. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> sorry. You have to tell him if we're going to interview him, he has to stay in character the whole time. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yes. Amanda needs to continue hating you. You can tell him that. Be like, excuse me, I need you to be just bad enough at this interview that I don't change my feelings about you. Right. It'll mess up my GH experience. I've shown you the video of him as Remy. How has that not changed your general hospital experience? I just experience? block it out. It's one video. <laughs> I just block it out. It's good, though. Did I ever show you the one where he's whittling down in the basement? No, and okay. I don't want to see it. Okay. Stop ruining Cyrus for me. And then Sally post emailed. She didn't post. Um, Sally sent us an email. Did you see this too? I hope all is well with you. I'm wondering if anyone else noticed on yesterday's show, Monday, there was a new cute double framed photo of Donna and Wiley behind Sonny's desk when he met Ms. Wu. And today, Nina's giving him a frame with the photo as a gift. It must have time traveled, I guess. But most likely the sequence of the episodes were changed a bit. And G- But GH fans don't miss much though. Oh, that's good. I did not notice that. Oh, but that's not the only email we got about it. Oh, that's funny. Chelsea, I'm watching Monday the 23rd's episode and notice those cute pictures of Donna and Wiley sitting behind Sunny. The photos are from the wedding that took place approximately 24 hours prior to Sunny being in the office with Dex. So how in the freaking world did Sunny get photos from the wedding in Puerto Rico on his office desk back home in less than 24 hours when he left the island because of an emergency and came straight to the office to see Dex? I don't feel like that's necessarily entirely impossible no i feel like he has staff yeah and walgreens yes they make really nice canvas prints too okay Mm -hmm. just so you know this is not a paid advertisement i just really really like them this just isn't believable i had my daughter's school photos for a week and they're still on my dining room table in the envelope listen (laughs) the number of school photos that are still in an envelope is insane to me but Sonny stopped to just print the photos on his way home from the airport in the middle of a cyrus emergency makes absolutely no sense i'm sticking with the staff yeah, he has someone else do it. Although we then learn <laughs> that it was Nina. And then I started Tuesday, October 24th episode. And here comes Nina walking to gift Sunny the exact frame and photos that were behind him on Monday's episode. Says the editors stink. I just feel like it's a continuity. Uh, this is the thing that I actually like about it's like, like a little continuity catches, right? It's like in Pretty Woman. Is she eating a pancake or is she eating a croissant? It goes back and forth. Oh, you've seen Pretty Woman. I have. When she is sitting at the breakfast table. And they're talking. She goes back and forth between eating a croissant and eating a pancake. Do you know why on TV shows? Did I learn this on this show? I, did I learn this during like one of our know. interviews? I don't know what you're talking about. It's, so gifts. Oh, no. I learned it on the Office Ladies podcast. That's where. You know how when someone gives somebody. It happened this week. Someone gives someone a gift on okay. TV and they just open the box. Yeah. It's not wrapped. Right. They just open the box. Yeah. That's for continuity because one the wrapping paper would cause a lot of like really crinkly and stuff uh, like extra noise. But also too, you don't open a present the same way. Right. 
So they don't have to worry about it with that. You just open the box and it wouldn't like mess up the wrapping paper. And it, yeah. Well, that's genius. That's why all those boxes are pre-wrapped like uh-huh. that. Oh, yep. that's genius. Yep, yep, yep. Huh. Um, the detail is killing me. I know it shouldn't matter and it wouldn't have mattered until Nina had her, I agree, where it was such a focal point right. in the story. Yep. 100%. Nina had her whole scene about it being a gift, a gift that I had already noticed behind him in the previous episode. I've attached photos, so you know what I mean. <laughs> and so there's, yep. there it is on Monday. And then she's giving it to yeah. him. Yep. Oh, that's funny. I did not notice that. I hate to say it, neither did I, but I also watched, I pulled you, I watched four episodes in one night. Mm-hmm. And then, so I think I just wasn't, not that I wasn't paying attention, but then also, I forgot that I saw this on social media last week. There was a photo behind Ava, I, and I couldn't find the post. It was like a real quick, I was scrolling and then it was gone, which okay. I hate when that happens. Yeah. But there was a photo, behind, I, I want to say it was behind Ava, or maybe it was behind Alexis. It would make more sense if it was Alexis. But it was a photo of Christina, but it was Lexi. Oh, that's funny. Oops. I feel like that's a bigger problem yeah. than... Right. The continuity of that's uh, funny. Sunny and yeah. Okay. Although this week in the solarium, you could totally see like the picture of Edward, but you didn't have like the zoom in of Edward. It was just, you knew it was John Ingalls. But yeah. Speaking of the solarium, we're kind of on a roll now with this whole quarter main property thing. So this upcoming 411, we are going to continue and do the quarter main mansion. And we have the rest of the month planned out. It's basically all about the Quartermains. Not all about, but all about it's a lot fun. of things to do with Quartermain residences. So, yeah. Woohoo. And I think that's it for Pipelines. Yes. So now we have Hulu headline. On Monday, Brooklyn is stunned. Cody voices his gratitude. Tracy flexes her authority. Portia and Cyrus come face to face. And Sunny confronts Selena. Tuesday... Laura confronts Scott. Cyrus delivers a threat. Lucy seeks out Tracy. Michael ponders a big decision. And Nina chews out Martin. On Wednesday, Willow and Obrek catch up. Dante checks in on Cody. Nina is blindsided. Are we, though? No. When you do something wrong, are you really blindsided when you're called out on it? No. No. Carly gets unsettling news. Maxie shares her professional opinion. On Thursday, Curtis is livid. Sunny and Dante have a heart-to-heart. Jocelyn is outraged. Was she? What is she outraged about? I don't know. She wasn't outraged. I thought Joss was, like, super chill this week. She was chill all week. She was not outraged. Maybe we're forgetting something that our notes will bring us to. Okay. Felicia makes a costly mistake. Oh, my God. Yes. Cody is given food for a thought. On Friday, Elizabeth learns a new skill. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> no. Oh my god, though, no, that was okay. We'll get to that. Alexis and Laura catch up. TJ is disappointed? No. I mean, well, maybe. Right. Well, I, I know. Guess, right, 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 right. Okay. right. Maybe right, TJ has a realization. Trina comes face to face with Cyrus, and Austin loses his cool. I feel like TJ is the conversation with his mother, not 100%. The other one. Yeah. So, okay. Because, yeah, I was thinking about Mason and I'm like, what? No. Right. So, where do you want to start? You pick. I feel like I can always pick. Okay. Let's start with Liz and Finn just because it was short, sweet, to the point. They were very cute. Um, Did you pick up on when she's like, what are we doing? Going vampire hunting? That was adorable. I loved that uh, so, adorable. so much. 
And it was funny because I had to tell my husband, I was like, oh, guess what? They referenced him being a vampire today. (laughs) I love that Finn was getting a haircut in his office. That's actually their makeup and hair designer. Yes. That was so cute. Makeup artist and hair person. Oh, you know what? Hold it. Let's give her a proper shout out because (laughs) I just love her constantly putting his head down. Like quit putting your head up. Finn needed a trim and head of our hair and makeup department was happy to oblige. Please join us in a round of applause for... Anzella Adziana, A-D-Z-H-I-Y-A-N, on air debut. Wow. I am so sorry. Adzina? Adzina. Anzella Anzina. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> we tried. I. So they go to Brattleboro, Vermont. Little fun thing that I don't know why we didn't think to start keeping tabs on this. And we learned two things this week. Finn has a Mini Cooper. We should be keeping track of all these little oh, we character. Oh, well, we are cute. now. Yeah. So if you cute. remember anything that was revealed as like a very weird, like off the cuff character trait, such as Finn having too a Mini tall Cooper. for a Mini Cooper. I feel like he's too tall for a no, no hate on the Mini Cooper. I just feel like my son is very tall and he had a Mazda Miata, like the old, old school one. And that was the reason that he didn't like it was because in the wintertime when you'd have to put the hard top on, it like his head smushied against it. And the way the seats went back, that was as far like he needed every inch of that space. So I feel like Finn would be the same way in a Mini Cooper. So he is six feet tall. Michael Easton is six feet tall. I just Googled, can people who are six feet tall be comfortable in a Mini Cooper? And a Mini Cooper or a Mini Cooper S can comfort comfortably accommodate people as tall as six seven what i'm not buying that no we're gonna go car shopping this week and test that theory so my husband used to have a little four door and he's six four and i thought he always looked weird in it i mean i loved it he loved that car like it's but i'm like you're too tall to be driving a little suzuki forenza yeah you look tiny or you look cute right that's why he does but finn doesn't i don't know i just feel like he's too tall huh yeah. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Liz is like, um, I like the Mini Cooper and all, but we're going on like a trip trip. So we're going to take my SUV. Yeah. I love classical music. It is not road trip music. No. Though. No. That is, I'm going to fall asleep behind the wheel music. Absolutely. She's like, I got it. I, I have yeah. my playlist. We're not listening to your classical stuff. Although my daughter listens to lo-fi. She loves lo-fi. And it's... What is lo-fi? It's low fidelity music, music that is recorded with intentional imperfections, such as misplayed notes, environmental noise, low hum, or phonographic audio imperfections. That would drive me insane. But it's calming. I don't. Mm-mm. It's a. It's kind of. It's similar to like spa music. I, th- mm, I don't know that I trust. I'd be okay with that. Lo-fi is such an effective, relaxing music, and for studying, it's all down to the way our brains are programmed. Oh. Which I'm trying not to figure out why she likes it so much because this yeah analytical person in me really wants to know like just leave the girl alone she likes I am music. I am but like but I think that's why is because I think it's calming for her huh. so yeah but then they went and tapped maple syrup trees Vermont looks an awful like like uh Ronna Point <laughs> just saying but it was it was sweet it was super sweet and she got it on the first try and it's like spilling out syrup and he is trying 10 different times and still not getting it. And she's like, how okay. did you just say that word? What word? Syrup. Syrup. Okay. There's two different sayings, syrup and syrup. Maple it's syrup. 
Oh, you say it see? both ways. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sorry. Again, something that was actually on the Office Ladies podcast this week, totally random, but apparently syrup is the Americanized version of the word and then syrup. I forget. Go and listen to the <laughs> Office Ladies podcast from October 26th syrup, or 25th. Syrup. I think syrup in my brain is like the fresh whatever. Ooh. And syrup is the container I get out of my fridge and heat up to dump on my pancakes. Do you put it in the fridge and then heat it up or do you just leave it on the shelf? I put it in the fridge. Thank you. But I don't heat it up beforehand. I also don't really use it. I don't like a lot of it. I just like a smidge. Yeah, like, I'm I, a dunker. I prefer um, waffles to <laughs> you pancakes. You love that. <laughs> so a good Belgium waffle. Oh, my like God. A little bit of vanilla in it. Yes. 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 And I don't want a bunch of like but French stuff toast is my favorite. In it. No. See, Val's is French toast. You guys are twins there. No, I like, I prefer a waffle and I don't want it to have like a whole bunch of stuff. I want it to have a few strawberries and some whipped cream on top. Like mm-hmm. the good whipped cream, not like the. Right, right. No, like the fresh whipped cream. Yes. And then I just drizzle a little bit of syrup. So like I would say every like fourth little hole in the um, thing gets filled up. And then as you cut it, it like perfectly spills out to the rest of them. Our fans are, are done listening to us today. So sorry. We've had a little wine, but I can't even blame it on that because no, we haven't we had enough wine. 100% be having those same this conversations. This is the ridiculousness that we are. No, but it's also how we find out people say hi to the Flintstones. So cute. I love it. So cute. Anyway, Liz tapped the tree and got her syrup. And then she tapped something else. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> All from their sensual hand washing. Right. And they're like, we should wash our hands. You are a doctor and a nurse. I'm like, please <laughs> tell me you wash your hands an insane amount of times a day. But not together like that. No. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's funny. But he was washing his hands and then he turned around and like touched her hair. And I was like, I would be annoyed. Don't get my hair all wet. Yeah. You didn't dry it. Mm-mm. That's that's how it gets frizzy. Yeah. It's going to look like bedheady enough. But they were... I am so thankful that they had them break up and we're getting this second opportunity to yes. like watching them mm-hmm. be together. Right. They're like flirty and cute and like new instead of so. Oh, my sister's gone. Here I am. Right. You know. Oh, your husband just died. Hi. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty much what it felt like. Really? Uh-huh. But this time I, I do. I really like. They're very cute. Yeah. Okay. Where to next? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Trying to do the standalones. Although I feel like everything pretty much went together. It did. Oh, do you want my, okay. Do you want my sad realization? Sure. Okay. So Felicia m- messed up the paperwork and now the guy is going to owe $11,000 to radiology. Mm-hmm. First of all, the day that I watched that. So that was Thursday. That was Thursday's episode. Or Friday? Yeah, I think it was Thursday. Okay. Um, Time Magazine just came out with their top 200 like top tech or something like that for the year. Okay. And I happen to be reading the article at the same time that I'm watching the show. Okay. So there's something called Goodbill, which is listed as one of the best inventions. It catches unnecessary tests and incorrect codes. They negotiate on your behalf. They've won over half of the negotiations, like of your hospital bill. Oh, wow. And save you an average of and they save an average of 30% fees to patients, and they only charge if you're successful, and it's only 20%. Oh, that's awesome. Which I know that sounds like only 20%, but 
when you're talking either thousands of dollars yeah or you're paying that right I would gladly I mean we're doing it right now with my daughter's stuff you know we had to hire an attorney and they only get paid if they are successful. Mm-hmm. So then Stella was able to contact someone who knows someone who is like, well, if you give us your MRI results and we can use them as part of research, then it's covered. Then it's going to. Do you know what I think is going to happen? What? I think they're going to open like a patient um, fund. Okay. For Bobby. In Bobby's name. That would be nice. Okay. That was the. Like, that's exactly where my, I was like, oh, they're going to talk about the fact that they either do or do not have this fund. Yeah. Because every, almost every hospital has one. Like, mm-hmm. if you can't pay, like, you apply for this grant or something. Right, right. So I'm really hoping that um, they come up with some kind of a fund in Bobby's name to help patients. That would make sense. Who can't afford the bills. All right. Something uh, like radiology should not be something that is a. No. No. And I, I'll accept that because I was disappointed that this was a mistake that Felicia made because she's, she's not that dumb. Like she was a private eye. She better be paying attention to details. And I'm sorry. But it does it, happen. I'm a very detailed oriented person and you can very easily those codes. But I feel like you're more likely to make a mistake on your own paperwork than you would yeah. on my paperwork. If I asked you to figure out something for my daughter, you would triple check it 14 times yeah. before you told me to submit it. Yeah. So that's where I think especially if you're finding be, out that and like the, the, first the insurance time. covers it a hundred percent. Right. Right. No insurance. Most insurances don't cover something a hundred percent. No, but that's why I think that I think that they're, I will allow it if that's that where we're ending with, up. Okay. And that's why it's Felicia. Yeah. She was ready to write that check, man. She's like, I, I got know. my checkbook. She's like, will they take personal or I can go get a cashier's tomorrow. Way to take ownership though. I know. But Stella was like, no, 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 no. She's like, I'm joking. I'm joking. But yeah, I love the fact that they did have that option. I want to know if that's probably a real option, though, is, hey, if you say that you can donate your stuff. That's why I honestly held out on getting a breast reduction for so long because I was really hoping that they would come up with some way for me to be able to donate my stuff that they were taking out for women. Unfortunately, we are not there yet. Yet, how many ED pills do we have for guys? Uh Mm -hmm. There has to be a way to be able to use that tissue that they are removing for something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but I love clinical trial stuff. That's how, whenever Emily was starting her um, bipolar treatment, like when we were first looking for a diagnosis and stuff, if I wanted a regular appointment, I would have had to wait like six months, but because I was willing to put her into one of the trials where they tracked everything, she had an appointment in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then mm-hmm. everything was free. I was like, sure, you can use her results and make it free. When people threatening mental illness, let's make them wait almost a year. Yep. I mean, I had, mm-hmm. yep. my daughter was diagnosed in May and we couldn't get a doctor's appointment with a specialist until January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But if you're open to those trials, that is a way around. So yeah, Felicia did not have to write her $11,000 check because Stella was like, I talked to my friend, there's a research study and as long as he signed off on letting his results be used, it is all covered. And if that's not being considered right now to have a patient fund in Bobby's name, I will allow you mm. to have that idea, similar to the way that I allowed the idea for Epiphany Scholarship. Yes. I think that it would be an excellent idea. Yep. Not just because it's mine, but... It just is a good idea. Yeah. Thanks. I would like my writing credit, though. <laughs> Where can we go from there? All right. Now you get to pick something. <laughs> 
Joss just because it annoys me that they said that she was I know. frustrated because she wasn't. She was in her room studying with oh God. Adam. Adam. I don't know why I can't remember his name. But she talks about the benefits of writing down notes. Yes. Yes. He's like, you what? Kinesthetic learning. And she's like, I record it and then I rewrite them out because it's proven to remain in your brain better then. And she's like, I guess you're too smart for that or whatever because he knew all the answers. I reference these notes more than I probably reference any other notes that I ever take. And it's just to make sure we cover all the topics. Yeah. But seriously, like I take notes for, I have so many notebooks and I don't know how much I really go back and look at them, but I retain it because I write it down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I write down like any call that I have to make for anything for the kids or whatever. I write down like random notes. Like I'll write down their name and their birthday before I make the phone call. Like I know I know that information, but I don't want to hold this up. Here we go. And now what's next? So anyway, totally love like random notes like that. So she said, yeah, she takes her notes, blah, blah, blah. She knew the questions. And then Dex interrupted them. And he's like, hey, do you want to go help me? I'm going to take Sunny's boat to dock it, to winterize it, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, okay, fine. So she goes off and does that. We see Adam being sad that he's jealous of Dex, but he's been jealous of Dex. And so whatever. And then later on, we see her at Kelly's because Trina had to leave to go talk to Ava. Right. She was not mad or annoyed in any of those situations. If you remember when Joss was, what was the phrase that they used? outraged outraged that is a very big big emotion yeah it's not i think it's interesting that they have her pulling away from her studies yeah to go with dex because that is not yeah and adam's like i need to get these grades so i can go to this college this college or this college and she's like "Eh, i haven't really thought about what college i'm going to go to next right and that's kind of concerning if you're going to school to be a doctor i feel like you have a general idea of where you want to go yeah but especially Joss. Like, yeah. That's, she has. Right. So. But I don't remember her being outraged about anything at all this week. Neither. I feel like that was the only things that she did, right? Okay. That's all I remember. I was waiting for you to be like, no, remember such and such. But I. No, because she wasn't. No. Does she know anything about. Mm-mm. She does not know about Nina. Anything about it. Michael wasn't even mentioned in. Was Michael mentioned in the headlines? It's No. It's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it did. Michael Ponder's a big decision. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say, I thought it was just about Nina's reaction. Well, here, let's just go there. I am so mad that he actually played that recording for Nina. He goes to Nina and plays the recording of Martin confessing. Like, Martin did nothing to him. Right. (laughs) Martin's an attorney. He is. He was hired to do a job. Yep. Did his... Is that something that an attorney would do for a client? I don't know. I don't know either. I feel like that might be a stretch, but at the same time, if that's what he is saying, that the reason he did it is because his client told him to, you know, like, blah, 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 blah. Right. Then that's, that's what it is. Yeah. But then he tells her to give Carly back her half of the Metrocourt. It was so great. And then she's like, well, she's not going to be able to pay me back. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Didn't Nina just offer to give it back to yeah. her though? Yeah. So what has changed? Right. But then before that, was it before that or after that, that Michael overheard Sonny saying he is the happiest he has ever been, ever been in his entire life. It was before. Writers, go back and watch the 90s Brenda. It was before that, I'm pretty sure, because 
that was where Michael struggled with, should he take the information to Sunny or should he take it to Nina? And he took the information to That's Nina right. because he did not want to hurt Sunny, but Nina needs to do what he's telling her to do. But yeah. His entire life. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. No. Mm-hmm. I, d- I don't know what to say. I think it was summed up whenever they were in Sonny's office and, oh my God, what's his name? Brick. Thank you. There will only Brick. ever be. Yes. Brick came in. I don't know why I couldn't remember. He that looked super. Oh, he is so cute. Oh. So cute. But he's super like. 70s this week. You'll be the only Mrs. Corinthos. And she, she even says. Mrs. C. And she even says, how many Mrs. C's have there been? Right. Like, come on. And he's like, no, you're the only Mrs. C for me. Right. So, yeah, she's the love, not Nina. Shut up. But it's not even that. He's a newlywed. You know, I mean, I know that we've discussed it before, but there's there's also a big difference between Carly and Brenda because he was younger mm-hmm. with Brenda, but he has grown with Carly. Right. But I am pretty darn sure that 90s Sunny would not agree with 2023 Sunny. Right. On the level of happiness we got going on here. I think that he would choose Brenda. Yeah. But I just, I don't like that. You, I'm sorry. Maybe your second wedding, maybe your second marriage, you can say that this is the happiest I've ever been. When you've gone double digits. Mm-hmm. No. And you married Carly how many times? Like, she has to be the winner because you kept going back to her, right. re- remarrying her. And I don't, I don't want them to get back together. Like, I'm over No, that. no, no, I'm no. I mean, but she was still the one anyway. And what have we seen Nina make him the happiest over? Nope. You know, nothing. Mm-mm. She has done nothing different. Mm-mm. No, I mean, he doesn't know the bad stuff that she did, but even the good stuff that she did, like with this whole picture thing, she put together the picture frame for Sunny, and that then was she sweet. put one together for Willow, and then she put one together for Carly. The reason that she was being nice to Carly, though, was not about Sunny. It was about Willow. Right. So he mm. he doesn't get to say that she's done anything to make him so happy. And before Michael went to go see Nina, Martin came to see him. And reminded him of the person that Nina can become yeah. when she is hurt. And yet he still chose yep. to go to Nina. To be fair, he is probably calling her bluff because he knows how much she loves Sonny. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she did all that crazy stuff when she was hurt, you know, by her mom. And he even brought up, this is the woman that sliced open Ava or yes. induced, induced labor in Ava to deliver your sister. Yes. What makes you think okay. he knows that she's know not how... going to do, but she's not going to do anything to him because of Sonny. Right. And I think that Michael knows that. Yeah. I just still can't believe that he played the recording. Like that was just disappointing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If anything, I wish that he would have played a little bit more psychological warfare. Yeah. He should have messed with her more. She deserved 100%. it. Make her paranoid. Yep. As someone who has extreme anxiety, I feel really bad that I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you really want to mess with someone, do that. Yep. I should not have just said that. I'm sorry. No, it's a show. We're not talking about real people. It's Correct. A show. I am not. So I would even go a step further because we're not talking about real people and be like, I would get the kids in on it. I would like feed Wiley and Donna Mm-mm. little pieces of information. Yes. No. Yes. No. So that they can just mention no, we something. we have always stood by you. Don't get the kids involved even <laughs> in this stuff. No, that's real life. No, but even on the show, we have said, don't get the kids involved. No, in this case, he could have fed them a little, just a little bit of information. They don't even need to know what they're talking about. But fed a little bit of information so that they would be repeating stuff to Nina and she would be like, oh my God. 
Right. So like if they were, if he was playing go fish and he was teaching them the phrase insider trading. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Not so that they know what they're talking about. Right. Not scar them for life. Because that's what just bothered some me about Wiley last week when he's like, mommy says that you're on your phone too much. Yeah. Why does Wiley know that you say that? Yeah. Unless Michael has neglected Wiley in some way, which I highly doubt. Right. Yeah. Like that's, if Wiley had said, but you're always on your phone, then that's different than mm-hmm. saying mommy says. Yes. Yes. A four-year-old should not know what mommy says. Mm-hmm. Heck, I even up until recently. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> there's, I mean, my kids are adults and there's still things that like I don't tell them because it's none of their business. Right. Even right. when it comes to stuff with their dad. Yep. Which is very hard at times. It can be. Yeah. It definitely, definitely can be. Kind of on that. Well, no, we can. I was going to say, I'm like, Lucy stole Scott's pen. <laughs> she did. She did. And he would not let it go. He would not. But she signed the paper. She took it to the quartermains to yell at Tracy, who was not there. And so she signed it on the back of Yuri's back and, like, threw it at Brooklyn and them and was like, here you go. Give this to your grandma. She's a jerk. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't want to sign my rights to ELQ away and to my company. And then later you see uh, Brooklyn talking to Lois. And Lois is like, did you know? that this was all about you and that your grandma wants to give you the company and she's like no and I don't want it I'm happy with the music I thought that was before because then yeah it was before because they were at the metro court talking and then they went okay this is Paige the co-host of Giggly Squad and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And, but you're right. I mean, she said. Yeah. So you're, you're going to get this. Yeah. And like, this is why Tracy wants it is for you. And she's like, well, she can have it because. Right, right, right. Well, Lois also needed to say, like, she said this is for you, but actually she's also getting her 1% back. So. But she was defending Tracy. She's like she did get this for you. Like, I don't yeah. think it was completely right. It wasn't obviously it was about the 1% completely just about the 1%, but it, that was definitely playing a part in it. I think she said something to the effect of she wants to secure your future just in case this music thing doesn't work. Yes. Out. Yes. And Brooklyn was like, ah, that's not what I want to hear. It's going to work out. I have no interest in taking a company, especially a company from my friends. Yep. 
and messing with their lives and stuff. And so she's ready to say, no, Granny can just keep it. And Lois is like, wait, you need to think things through a little bit. So let's go home. Let's go to the solarium. Let's get some cookies and invite Chase over. Yeah, let's have Chase sing to us. But Lois loves Yuri. Oh, how can you not I love know, Yuri? Seriously, seriously. But Lois brings him over. This is the part that's making me really sad that Brooklyn no longer sings. I love the fact that they actually gave a reason why she doesn't sing anymore. But Chase sang to her. Yes. Oh, so and Lois sweet. got to watch and she's like, oh, my baby curls in love. So cute. But then even before all, no, before that or after that or at the same time, I don't remember. Oh, I think it was before because she was talking to Lucy and Maxie. So I think while the stuff was going on at the Quartermains with Chase and Brooklyn and Lois and Yuri. Okay. Is when Tracy was having the conversation at Deception with Lucy and Maxie being yes. like, hey, why did you just do that to Sasha? And I really do believe her, though. I believe that she was... I, I believe that she wants Sasha, but I think that they're right, that Sasha needs to be able to take a step back and just do behind-the-scenes work and let Blaze step up to be the face of deception. But I think that Tracy was not even so much at the final decision as the process in which it happened, where it's, don't you think that this girl just lost enough? Like, why are you basically telling her she's out? Like, I, And she did make a good point so the scroll just went through another thing and you're just going to boot her in this age where. But she didn't seem concerned about that when she said she was leaving for Texas. So shouldn't we be prepared that she's well, abandoning her job? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was just, I thought it was, there's a softer side of Tracy that we're seeing on certain things than. Which is good. I like the softer side of Tracy and I'm not opposed to having both of them. I mean, they look completely different. Yeah. Most Makeup companies have multiple spokespeople that have different looks and can play up their the different The CoverGirl has always had, like, that one CoverGirl. Except for when they had all of them, like Queen Latifah and America Ferrara mm-hmm. and Nikki. Mm-hmm. She was our CoverGirl. Nikki. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I can't, and you know what I mean yes. by, like, our CoverGirl? That's the yes. one that we grew up with. <sighs> Nikki. She was on stuff with, like, Cindy Crawford. Like, Cindy Crawford right. was, like, Taylor. transitioning at, out. Okay. There you go. Wow. And Cindy Crawford was a cover girl, right? Yes. Okay. But they've always had, like, the what? But at the same time, they always rotated. Yes. Not, like, always. It wasn't, like, an annual who is. It's not. It, it's similar to the Gerber baby. Right. 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 You know, it's, okay, Nikki Taylor is no longer the cover girl. Who's it going to be? You know? Right. Stuff like that. So, but, I mean, they tried to discuss the possibility of Liz and Gia. <gasps> no, she's she's too old to be Gia's daughter. Yes. I mean, in soap world, who knows? True. But because mm-hmm. Gia's about our age, I don't know. I don't know then. How old is Blaze? How old is Christina? Know. Is Christina early 20s or mid 20s? I would say Christina is like 27, 29. So she's closer to 30. So it really shouldn't be able to be blaze should not be able to be gia's right okay and i feel like trina would have known her cousin right was in town right (laughs) who knows we see that all the time anyway okay i like the idea of giving blaze the crossover like people love her music she'll bring in a whole other but i just i thought it was sweet that tracy was defending her I think it's sweet, too. I just don't understand why it has to be such a big deal. Like, we can have both of them or give Sasha the chance to step back because she was moving to Texas right. a minute ago. Until she showed up 
Dante went and spoke to her and was so nice. He's like, oh, so I hear you're leaving. All right. So what do you need help with? But you know, you have plenty of friends. You just made some new friends with me and Sam. You really don't need to leave. And then it shows him talking to Cody. I thought for sure that Mac was going to walk in. Oh, I know. I was like guaranteeing it in my head because Mac was just talking to <laughs> Kevin. That How was such cute. a little What's bromance. Kevin! Oh. And he hugged him. A little bro. <laughs> a little bro bonding there. That was very cute. Was, it was it was a nice, nice bro reunion. But don't you get that excited over certain people? That, oh, like, even though, like, if I hadn't seen you in a really long yes, time. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes, exactly. So they were talking and he was talking about like this crazy stuff that was going on and he doesn't know how to prosecute or not prosecute or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And Kevin's like, what? And then you see Dante at the horse stable and they're like just out in the open like you are Max's son. No, to be fair, that is where Cody lives. So they were technically in Cody's house, in Cody's residence. But with the door open. Yes. And not but, even like the door open, like you have a screen door on your house, like door yeah. open. Yeah. So they said multiple times. What's and then the difference between that and some of the conversations we have outside with my neighbors, obviously, like right there. But your neighbors aren't trying to listen the way that yeah. another friend might. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Like if you were outside talking to our other friend that we reference on here all the time and I walked up, I would just naturally be like, Oh, what are they talking about? Let me listen. Whereas a neighbor is probably like, I guys all heard that, right? Amanda's an eavesdrop. I am. I am. I am very detective. I need to know what's going on. Are they talking about me? Are they talking about someone else that I can like jump in the conversation and be like, what's going on with them? What do we do? Blah, blah, blah. I'm so bad at that. I hate going anywhere and people are already talking. That's why I'm always, it's not the only reason why I'm always on time. Yeah. Maybe I'm just used to it because I'm always late. <laughs> so people are obviously already talking by the time I get there. But like if I come in the middle of an activity, I'm like, all right, I'm not part of this. Bye. You just got to push your way in. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, yeah, they're talking. They say multiple times that Cody is Max's son. And then Dante even kind of calls him out and is like, you've been way open with people letting them know what's up. Do you think maybe you want Mac to find out? And he's, he's like, like, now no. you've told Sam. Now you've told. Although, let's give Dante your your gold star that you inaccu- or, um, inconsistently give out. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't tell Sam. He didn't tell Sam. And I'm not going to give the gold star out every single week. Because not every week did someone earn it. It's a special, special gift. But especially where, I mean, it's not, it is a big enough thing. But, like, I do the same. Th- I'm like, no, if you told me not to say something to anyone. I don't take it as spouses don't apply. I take it as right. It's an anyone. Yes. Yes. Inclu- Unless you're going to tell me something that like, I'm going to wind up being super conflicted about that. I need. Oh, right. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah, just no, if you tell me something, it's that's it. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, they had the conversation and then Dante left and then in walks Sasha and is like, Hey, I had to reconsider because I packed up the, or I didn't pack up this picture of me and Brando. And then I realized it doesn't matter where I am. This is where home is. So now I have to call my movers that are halfway on their way to Texas and be like, you're still going to have to pay girl and bring my stuff back. I was at first so upset that she put the picture of her and Brando in bubble wrap in a drawer. Yeah. I was like, is she leaving without that? She, she was. 
you can't run away from that. You know, it's. But most likely, if you're leaving, you've already given up your apartment or rented your apartment out to someone else or sold it or whatever. I don't remember exactly what her living situation was. So where is she living now? I don't know. If they even have her move in with Cody, no. No. I was so thankful they didn't kiss. There was a little touch of the hands. Yes. With the. Yes. And I like that he doesn't seem, I mean, do I think that ultimately they're going to wind up having a romantic? Yes. Right. He obviously likes her, but he's not not trying to rush her into something she's not ready for. She's still grieving her husband, her baby, and her mental breakdown. And he's trying to, I don't even think like he's trying to step back from it. It's not like he's trying to fight his feelings. It's just. He's respecting. Oh my gosh. Hold it. What? respecting her feelings oh no there cody gets the gold star there we go okay oh and before that though cody brought sam a softball that was signed by the that was cute u.s softball team that was cute as a little thank you present he said normally i'm here asking for your help today i'm just here to thank you that was sweet that was i like cody at first i was like what are we doing here no i like him he's very thoughtful Mm -hmm. as we saw with him and um, when he made the passport to Port Charles. Yeah. That was very sweet. That was very sweet. He's also apparently very strong. Did you notice that he broke an apple in half with his hands? I did. I did. I wrote well that a couple times. Because I was like, wait, what? Maybe they already like scored it for him off camera. So I don't know. Because that. That, that was impressive. I could not do that ever. Can you break an apple open with your hand? No. With hands? hands oh, up. a new horse. Trigger. Trigger. What's happening to all these horses, guys? I don't know. We're not going to think about that. That would make me sad. No. So, but talking about uh, him with Brit. Oh, Brack's back. She is. She went on like a massive spa treatment. I loved it. She's like, so we took these um, ice cube baths and then we did some time in the sauna and we this. Well, it was only $10,000 a day. And Willow's like, what? She's like, yeah, it's a deal. It's only $10,000 a day. Okay. I don't like that she was completely unaware of the fact that Nina got married. I was hoping that it was, oh my gosh, I was at this amazing spa where they take your phone, right? And you, I didn't know. And I missed it mm-hmm. because she would have flown from any, if she can afford $10,000 a day spa treatment, yeah. she can afford a quick 24, 48 hour. Yep. So... That was weird. Mm-hmm. But she was happy to hear that Willow and Michael went for the wedding and that everything seemed great and happy. And she was totally relaxed and ready to jump back into life. Yes. So, yay. I love Obrecht. And James was so happy to see her. That was so <gasps> And that's cute. how we thought she was back is because he needs so a second cute. Halloween costume because it's the most important holiday of the year. And Max is like, that? no, Oma. no, no, you don't need a second costume. And he's like, but I do. I love his trying to talk to her. And like, you almost think Maxie's going to cave. And then she's like, ah, no. <laughs> but then Obrecht comes in and is like, but yeah, he does. Right. I'll get him one. It's fine. We've said it a million times. Don't disrespect the parents' decisions. I feel like that one wasn't... It was more of a Maxie's like, I'm not buying you another costume. Right, right, right. Not, but if Grandma wants to buy it, I guess that's okay. Right. If if you want another costume because Grandma says you need another costume, then Grandma can buy it. Yep. Oma can buy it. Yeah. I like that name too, Oma, just because it's different. Do you have a name picked out if when you become a grandma? I would hope to be Grammy just because I love my Grammy so much. Ah. I kind of like Nana. 
Yeah. Or nanny, because when my baby, baby, baby sister was little, she called me nanny. Aw. So, well, maybe it'll be nanny. I don't know. What about you? I don't know. I, I'm just assuming it'll be grandma, just because. But um, we were having this conversation the other day, because Matt freaked me out. I feel like your out. name kind of lends something to a grandma name. Like, because the... Thank you. But, no, like the, the Amanda. <laughs> like, it's... I feel like... Grandma Mandy or something, but you don't, you don't no. go by Mandy. You don't go by, but I'm just no saying. No like, Mandy. But like, Gramanda. <gasps> Maybe, because nobody yes. ever says the A anyway. So I just came up with <laughs> your name, you Gramanda. <laughs> Done. Um, Matt texted me last week, apparently his. Uh, Why? Well, that's, hold on. <laughs> oh, he texted me last week and his girlfriend's parents were over and I guess they were just talking about like you know life and being kids and whatever blah 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 but he sends me a random text and is like how much did I weigh when I was born and then asked how much his sisters weighed and I was like are you trying to tell me something I'm confused and he was like no why would you think that and I said well because whenever you find out that you're pregnant like to me that's a normal question kind of thing of like how much did you weigh how much did you weigh and like his girlfriend's cute and little and stuff to hear that he was nine pounds, eight ounces might be a little intimidating. You're so, the only person I know that had bigger kids than mine. Mm, no, you're okay. But you're significantly <laughs> taller than I am. So yeah. like, that's to be expected. Yeah, and he was, he was my biggest baby. So um, anyway, so nine, it, like five, prompt, nine, eight. nine, eight, nine, eight and 22 inches long. So when I said he was up in my ribs, I was not joking. Then I said to Ryan that Matt gave me a heart attack because he sent this message, whatever. And again, it was just them talking. There's no, no, no babies on the way. But uh, Ryan's like, oh, I like Pappy. And I was like, dude, that's 90. And we are relatively young. You can't be Pappy. It's too old. No. And so I said, I just want grandma. Nana makes me think of my Nana because my oldest brother knew my mom's mom and then she passed away and my dad my grandpa got remarried so nana to me doesn't feel like see I that's have where two, i'm at nana was my my papa's mom okay but then also my biological grandfather's second wife i would call nana sandy okay so it's not that like i don't have a tie to nana but it's yeah. not like a sentimental okay i mean i remember my nana like my papa's mom Right, Nana, but not. I mean, the kids change it as time goes. They will goes up, on. I forget uh, what my kids used to call my father-in-law, but now they call him Doc because he looks like Christopher Lloyd in Back to the Future. So yeah, Doc. Right. Because the they are the only two in the six grandkids that call him Doc. Yeah. So, so it just it happens. It does. It changes. When I'm texting, I just text G M A talking to the kids, and so now whenever we're talking about something, they're like, "Oh, are we going over to G Ma's?" Blah blah blah, and that's just like what it is. Emily likes to call her G Money, which is really funny, <laughs> and so I feel like they'll pick out whatever they want it. But yeah, I, I don't know. Side conversation once again. You guys know more than you need to know. So. What are you called? What do you want to be called? What are your? <laughs> What's the history behind that? Yeah. <laughs> We have another podcast coming out called Side <laughs> Stories of General Hospital. It's like a 10-hour podcast. <laughs> Not do that. The ultimate reality check. Anyway, that came from Liesl? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I never thought of Oma before. My son was 8'3", 21 and a half inches long, and my daughter was 8'14", 21 and a half inches oh, long. okay. And most people are like, my gosh, those are big babies. I'm like, are they? Because I was 8'3", and – or no, oh. I was 8'2", or 8'3". My son and I were like – off by an ounce so okay. he was eight three i would have been eight two then but i think i was like 20 something inches but i'm like a, 
I'm way more. I'm very short compared to Amanda. Amanda's very <laughs> tall. I'm not very tall. I'm five ten and a half. I feel like that is average. For I, a man, I feel like this is average. I'm not meaning, but like <laughs> not for a woman. A man needs to be over not six feet. Not for women. A man, a man is over six feet. Men are six feet and taller in my mind. They need to be for you. Oh, that's just how it is. The average height of an American woman is five four. Oh my god, that's funny. My daughters are short. <laughs> average height of a man five nine. No, I didn't mean that, that. Like you're a guy, but I just meant oh like that god. is an average height, just not for women. Yeah, you can I be a model. Know. That's I, model height. No, not not. I don't think I was. I don't think I was tall enough to be a model. I think you do have to be taller to be a model. There used to be a height minimum to be a stewardess. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, lucky for me. I know we wanted like, to be a one stewardess. We've only had one and a half glasses of wine, too. This is just one of those <laughs> weeks that you're learning a lot. It's been a week. It's it has. Okay. All right. Um, Anything else she ate related before they learn our hopes and dreams of <laughs> what we wanted to be when we were little? <laughs> I could go there. <laughs> okay, so we talked about Brick seeing Sonny, and he confirmed that Austin and Mason are working for Cyrus, uh-huh, and uh-huh. that he's the boss. I still boom. I oh, she I still am won't okay. Give it to me. She still no. won't give the win to me. No, and here's why you need to be happy with Cyrus this week. Kind of there, and as I was watching him screaming at Mason and giving. The little, okay, so Cyrus went and met with Austin mm-hmm. and was like, hey, kind of told you guys not to kill Ava. Mm-hmm. Or no, Austin went to Cyrus after Cyrus approached Portia, which the whole thing was just dumb and I really don't care anymore. Right. So, Same thing with him going to see Trina, although he said he wasn't Oh, no, I like the Trina one because Trina held her own. I like that. Trina held her own, but him going there was just stupid. Well, like, you didn't right. think he, you no, might he was see going, him? But he was going to see Ava. Okay, but Ava doesn't want to see you either because... But, right. Yeah. But... I think he was going there to say, hey, by the way, I did not say to kill you, but whatever. So Cyrus goes to the hospital, sees Portia, apologizes, whatever. Get out of my face. I'm going to get a restraining order. Right. And then Austin basically totally stands up to Cyrus and is like, I told you that I would help you in court if you did not let anything happen to Ava. Cyrus had zero clue what the heck he was talking about. And then he's like, well, Ava was almost killed by Mason. Mm -hmm. So then Austin brings Cyrus to see Mason in the hospital. And Cyrus lost it on him about that is not what I told you to do. So now I'm like, great. You might have not been as redeemed as I thought you have been. Wow, that was just so watered down. <laughs> She's just not giving but, it to me. No, I was watching it. I'm like, this is exactly why you should be thankful that I did not cave the first time that we just learned that he was doing something bad for the warden. Mm-hmm. Because this week he was bad. And it wasn't. But now I'm more curious about the whole Austin said something about us growing up. Mm-hmm. So how did they know Cyrus growing up? Was Cyrus with Charity? Is Charity the boss? I don't know how they knew Cyrus growing up, but we knew that Cyrus knew them growing up because Cyrus is who paid for Austin to become a doctor. Right. And we knew that. But but I don't think we knew that he knew them as children. The way that Austin sound the way that Austin said it sounded like they knew him like as children and adolescents and like they looked up to him and everything. I feel like we knew that. 
Did we? Yes. Okay. I know that he paid for Austin because they needed someone as a doctor on staff or whatever. I just thought it was part of the overall. No, I. I but I didn't think children. I feel children. like we knew when we knew that he knew them when they were young. We just don't know how or why. So maybe whoever it is that is connected them. Okay, Shannon. <laughs> That's the big boss. Okay. There is a big boss. Okay. You remember in Super Mario how you went through all these different like mini games and then you went to the castle and that was the big boss? Bowser. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Cyrus Bowser. is Bowser. I don't think Cyrus is Bowser. Cyrus is Bowser. I don't think Cyrus is Bowser. Mm-hmm. I think he's definitely not. He is not he's... a mini Koopa. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the ghost? Is he Boo? He's not Boo. He's not a mini Koopa. Hey, Boo. <laughs> he is Bowser. <laughs> oh. But that made me mad this week was that he was actually bad and he yelled at Mason. Okay, so the question is, did Austin make the decision on his own to smother Mason? Yes. Okay. So that was not Cyrus. No. When Cyrus said, do we understand each other? It was not him giving the order to no. Austin. Okay. Nope. See? So old Cyrus would have been like, take care of this. But I I am leaning more towards the... I still don't think he's the ultimate boss. Oh, but my God. Uh, okay. I, I still don't think that he is the overall big boss, but he is not... Oh, you know why? Because did not occur to me... And it didn't occur to you either because we had never mentioned this. When he paid all that money mm-hmm. into the that fund, mm-hmm. it helped him get out. Yes. I, that did not occur to me. You are correct. That Those two things this week. Yes. I went crap. Yep. Yep. I love Laura's I, reaction. But, she was like, son of a gun. I can't believe but he it was, got to it donate his money. It was those two money. things that I was like, Amanda should be so happy that I never agreed with her. <laughs> because this week I'm going to start. Well, thank you for slowly easing into the fact. It's more, it would not be as entertaining if I had from the beginning. So you're welcome. It would not be as entertaining if you had from the beginning, but it would be more satisfying because I'm right and you're wrong. So I said I'm leaning more towards the fact that you are. We're getting there. You're very slow, but okay. (laughs) Because I think that we're just in disagreement that is Cyrus the big boss or is there somebody else? I think that's the last thing that we're... Starting to think that Cyrus may not have been as redeemed. I was really hoping that he was under a cult. Okay. I was kind of really hoping for that. I understand. You really love cults. I'm sorry I that do. you're sad about that. I am sad. Mm. But yeah, when he yelled at Mason. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Cyrus being the boss is similar to Heather Weber being the hook. No. I don't like it. It's not satisfying. Okay. It's not. You don't have to like it and it's not satisfying, but it is more sensical than Heather Weber and her hook. Maybe. So. Okay. Um, so there's not really much else. Esme got a compliment from Alexis that she's doing good work and she asked for a raise and she admitted that she wants to move out because she's starting to develop feelings for Spencer in case no one knew that. But that's the thing. She admitted that to Alexis who she's formed a slight relationship with but not like a super confident confidant relationship with. So I don't think that she's really actually been totally 100% aware of some of the things that she has done out of No, I think she's being honest. Yeah. Yes. And I think that Alexis was the right person to talk to because she's not super close to the situation, but she's close enough to realize how bad that is and to try to 
be motivated to help her move somewhere else. Yes. Which makes me wonder if she's going to be the one that ends up above Kelly's because that would be cute. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And that would make Jocelyn and them mad and Carly would have to be like, but it's extenuating circumstances and blah, blah, blah. So that would be a nice conflict there. Yes. I like it. I like it. And Laura thanked Alexis for watching Esme. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then um, Ava had the heart to heart with Trina, which is why she needed to leave her shift. That was sweet when she was like, I mean, I love Avery, but she's not an adult. And so it's nice to have this relationship with you because it's kind of like if Kiki was still here. And that was sweet. That was just sad. So sweet. Oh, and Portia's spiraling now because Cyrus is out. I don't know, but she and Baby are going out. Like, I'm so over them. I just... But Laura went to go see Curtis, too. Mm-hmm. And Laura went to see him after Portia left. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, thank goodness you're here. Right. And then Portia came back and was like, let's go out. Let's do something. Let's go get sushi. Oh, and then we saw Sunny talking to Miss Wu and kind of calling him out. Yes. Hey, don't you think you should have told me about this? Why are you letting my cousin get in over her head and sell the garage and whatever? And Miss Wu's like, sorry, I should have told you that. Won't happen again. I got a little defensive for for Miss Wu for Lydia because Emily walked in as I was watching that part and she was like, I don't like the way that she talks. Like, I don't like the way her character is. Oh, no. And I was like, okay, well, if you were talking to Lydia in real life, she does not talk like that. Mm -mm. But this is the perfect way that her character has to come off to be a strong, independent woman to go up against Sunny. And she was like, oh, I just don't like it. And, and he even like, said, he's like, don't you understand how this works? And she's like, yeah, I do. And she paid me back every time. So I didn't think there was an issue. Yep. But then Dex did fill Sunny in on how he was able to save Sp- save Ava because of Spinelli. Yes. And that was before he went to, the, uh, to put the boat. Mm-hmm. But then Portia was talking to Curtis about how Trina's old enough to make her own decision. When did she come to this realization? Right. Right. Like, we didn't even see her... Right, she's like struggle two weeks with... older than she was whenever you were yelling about her not being old enough. Right. But then TJ's off in La La Land mm-hmm. and Portia approaches and he's like, there's just something off about Mason. Yeah. And he finally recognized him as a kidnapper. Oh, oh, right. Because oh, Mason oh, like, oh, flat out, you did, you did. And Mason flat out admits it. He's like, yeah, I know you remember He's like, me. you didn't complain this much. You didn't talk as much mm-hmm. as Ava did. Right, exactly. That's how we should have known Mason was going to die. And then Ava, or then TJ's like, what? And he's like, oh, it must be these meds that I'm on, blah, blah, blah. And so then he goes to Jordan and is like, that was my kidnapper. You need to take care of him. And she's like, can't. It's been too long. So the statute of limitations on kidnapping in New York is there's no limit or five years, depending on the facts. Okay. So I feel like there's not a whole lot of facts there. It's not like we know exactly who did it. We just can't find them. Right, right, right. Versus... Not a clue. That's what she said. She was like, you're going to say after you were like stressed out and upset because you were kidnapped that that was the voice. How do you really know? Even though I believe you, the courts aren't going to see it that way. But then TJ watches as Austin suffocates Mason. Do you think he's actually going to be dead? Mm -hmm. Me too. I hope so. No more purple lollipops for you, bro. No. And then... The only thing I think we're missing is when Dante gave Sonny ringside seats to the boxing matches oh, at the Port Charles cute. Boxing Arena. The first one is going to be on November 6th. That was cute. And it's Waters versus Thomas. And I know nothing about boxing. I couldn't find that those were people that we should know. But if you know, like, those are people that they might be referencing, let us know. 
Yeah. And it was cute because he was like, how is this a present for Nina? And Dante's like, trust me, she'll need you out of the house sometimes. Like, this lovey-dovey stuff will go away. She'll want that break. I thought that was nice. And I like the fact that Sonny wasn't giving him a whole bunch of crap on, why weren't you at my wedding? Oh, yeah, that's right. You were trying to, like, solve crimes. Exactly. But he still was, like, respectful of, I wish you would have been there Mm -hmm. to be my best man. Yeah. Although I love Brick giving him a whole bunch of, he's like, so here's the deal. I thought I would be invited to this thing. Right, right. Like, you just text me, Uh, hi, I'm married. Yep. What's that about? Mm -hmm. He didn't text him, hi, I'm married. (laughs) No. No. All right. I do think that that is it. Okay. I feel like we gave reality checks to this (laughs) whole podcast to just run over a little bit than what it normally does. Reality check. I don't really have much. Yesterday was the championship game to see if Madeline's team goes on to the Super Bowl for football, <gasps> and they lost. Oh, I was very, very sad. I don't know anything about football. I will be the first to admit this, so everyone can tell me that I'm wrong, but I'm just going to insist that I'm right because that's me. But there was like 20 seconds left where they could have had a play where our team got the ball back. It really wouldn't have changed the score, but it would have like played out some. Okay. And the other team kneeled so that they didn't have to run. They the ran play. out the clock. And then they like reset it again and they kneeled again. And I was like, I understand like the Steelers pro football. Like, yes, I get that. But these are little kids. Let them play it till the very last right. second. Right. And so or actually even more so the professionals that were paying millions and millions of dollars a year. Yeah. But that's a whole other thing. Right. Right. But but let these kids fight it out till the very last second. And they weren't being I know football can get ridiculous and aggressive. My son played football for a year. I hated it. But these kids were not being, you know, super awful to each other or whatever. Yeah. It, the chance that something bad would have happened was slim to none play it down to the last second so they can just feel like they fought for their loss or win right. either way. Right. So I was disappointed in that. And um, then that's kind of an easy win though on their part. So they didn't even defend themselves. Right. Right. Exactly. So I, I was sad. Like I was torn cause I didn't want them to make it to the Super Bowl cause I won't be here next weekend. And so I didn't want Madeline cheering without me cause I just like watching her. But um. At the same time, when we were, like, actually playing the game, I was like, oh, I don't want our boys to lose either. Like, come on, they have to get it. And then for it to come down to those final seconds, again, it really probably wouldn't have changed the game, but I just feel like they should have played it out to the very last second. So that was that. It was sad. And then besides that, we celebrated my son's girlfriend's birthday. And she's just so cute. She, like, she's trying to not ask for crazy things. And so her list was, like, nail polish and nike socks and i was like what we're not just buying this for you and so um i ended up getting her a gift certificate or we ended up getting her a gift certificate to the hair salon because she goes to the same place i go to and then the girls got her a fancy water bottle that she wanted not a stanley but a different one that is the cool one to have now because they change every week that's insane yep and my mom got her a lego set she's into um the car is racing f1 whatever and so my mom got her a lego set and it was so cute because she was totally geeked out to be building these cars and i thought it was adorable that is cute i do i just love her she's so cute so that was all with me how about you um so this week was okay so two weeks ago i met james patrick stewart and this past week was probably on par with 
okay, real quick. First, I did my first seller seminar, like on how to sell your house. And it went really well. I was really, I, I do get very nervous about, mm -hmm. and it went well. So I was very, very happy with that. Good job. No one's surprised it went well. And then on Thursday, I was so mad. Because, well, not so mad. I was upset. My husband didn't get to come with us. He was supposed to. The author, Brad Meltzer, if you don't know him, he used to have a show on the History Channel called Decoded. That's how my husband and I found him. We loved it. And then he started talking about how I use this information in my novels. And I was like, I like to read. Let's check this out. He very quickly became one of my favorite authors. He does like historical fiction. He's a great, great author. Then he started writing the Ordinary People Change... Ordinary People Change the World series of kids' books, where it's like, I am Abraham Lincoln, I am George Washington, I am Martin Luther King Jr. And he, I didn't realize it's almost been 10 years since he started writing wow. these books. Well, on Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, he is releasing I Am Mr. Rogers, so which Mr. Rogers is from about 45 minutes away from where we live. So he came to Pittsburgh, and it was the only promo that he was doing, and it was free. That's awesome. And I saw him post it on Facebook. It was within four hours of him posting it and it was sold out, like quote sold out. Right. Yeah. You and mentioned was, last week that you like whined about, I'm sorry, I won't get to see you. And he was like, no, come I just on. commented and was like, oh, I'm like, I am so happy for you, but I'm so bummed that you sold out that quickly. And you he's know, like, everybody come. It's fine. Yeah. That's so cool. And so we went and it said you could bring something to have signed. And I don't know, like. I'm not that super experienced with meeting celebrities, but I feel like two is always the limit. Like yeah. it's, you bring two things. So I told my daughter, pick two books. Well, she loves Disney. So she brought I Am Walt Disney. And I was like, well, why don't you bring I Am Temple Grandin? Because he did the book on Temple Grandin too. And it helped her see that there are people like her that have made like huge impacts in the world. And that's not something that is really easily found. And well, now, I mean, we go back and look at historical things based on the current diagnoses that, oh, this person probably was, this person probably was, but like, right, but originally actual, it didn't say that. Right. Yeah. Right. Like actual fact diagnosed Temple Grandin is an amazing autistic adult who is very outspoken about how autism has been such a key role in her success. So I couldn't decide on which book I wanted to bring. So I I kind of just joked and I was like, I should make a bookmark. And then I went on and just grabbed the pictures of all of his book covers. such a cool bookmark. And I made a little bookmark that had all of them on the front. I was like, oh, I'll put the Ordinary People logo on the back and that's where he can sign it. And then yeah. it's laminated because, yeah, you know. Also, I don't foresee myself ever getting rid of my books, but I will always have that bookmark and I can use it over, over and over again. So as we're standing in line... All the little, little kids. Oh, first of all, they had a little um, Mr. Rogers dress contest. Aww. And this little girl was wearing like this little red sweater with a little blue tie. And so she won. Oh, that's adorable. But so all the little kids got to go first, like their families. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. And oh, my husband wound up having like a work thing. So he wound up not being able to come with us. So it was just the two of us. And as we get up there, my daughter hands him. So we also were able to buy the I Am Mr. Rogers book, book early. So we had three books for him to sign. She hands him the Mr. Rogers or the Walt Disney. And I think the Mr. Rogers first. And I just started to thank him for writing the Temple Grandin book. And as you all know, when I talk about something super sentimental, I really can't make it through. More or less when it really has to do with my kids. Like okay. not so much. I don't care that much about stuff about me. But when it comes to my kids. Mm -hmm. And so in the Walt Disney, it says to Trista create from Brad Meltzer. And he understood what I was saying. 
like as I, cause I, I said to him, I was like, you know, there's not a lot of people that she can look to that are famous. And like, he, he understood what I was talking about. And so when he got her book, um, I am Temple Grandin, it said, be you. And he looked at her and he was like, you know, you are great. He's like, that's why I wrote be you. He's like, you are great. And then for Mr. Rogers, he wrote stay kind. And so then I was like, okay, so I didn't know what to bring. And so I told him, I gave him my bookmark and like, I flipped it over with all the novels on the front and then flipped it over in the back. He's like, oh, this is so cool. He's like, I was talking to my Uber driver and she asked me for a business card. And he's like, I need to figure out a way to get like everything yeah. on one. He's like, this was a really good idea. How'd you do that? I'm like Canva. <laughs> and I said, and, and it was a glue stick and it's going to get laminated. I was really just expecting him to like write to Shannon yeah. from Brad. And this is why I had my phone in front of me because you'd think I'd have this memorized by now, but I don't. And so like he gave me the bookmark back. We got our picture taken with him, blah, 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 blah. As we're almost to the door, I mean, she and I are talking and I'm telling her how great it is that he acknowledged her and, you know, that he made a point of saying you are great. And then I look down at the bookmark and it says for Shannon, your daughter is your finest work. So sweet. Thanks, Brad Meltzer. So sweet. So I loved him before, and he has hardcore been one of my, like, biggest nerd crushes. I always say nerd crush just because, like, he's super nerdy and I love it, <laughs> which I'm sure, obviously, surprises all of you. Mm -hmm. But, oh, my gosh. I mean, I love him. Like, when I saw your Facebook post, I was like, oh, that's such a good I, experience. I'm so happy for them. I I couldn't even, I just, I couldn't get over the fact that he wrote that. But I mean, everything he did was super intentional. And you can tell, like, he truly just loves his fans. And, you know, sometimes, like, you can truly feel the, right. like, how genuine someone is. He was it. That's awesome. So if you love Brad Meltzer, if you're like, is he really like that in real life? Uh-huh. <laughs> if you don't know who Brad Meltzer is, please go check him out. He's great. Even if you don't like to read, if you have kids in your life, he has these great, Ordinary people change the world books that are just amazing. Yeah. Um, make great gifts. And <laughs> just saying. Um, but yeah, so it was good. I have nothing exciting coming up next week, so I'll be back to boring. So, all right. But join us on Thursday as we talk about the Quartermain Mansion. Have a good week. And we'll meet at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 